Jesus did not come to extend the Old Testament. We read in this word in Matthew chapter 5 that Jesus came to complete it. He said, I have come to fulfill the message of the Old Testament. That doesn't mean he said, I've come to destroy the Old Testament. No, he said, I've come to complete it. I, I, I've come, I'm not, I'm not coming to say that's no good, nothing at all, but I've come as a completer of it. So if the law were homework, Jesus came to finish it. If the law were an airplane, Jesus came to land the plane, Right? I've come to take care of these things. I've come to complete it. I've come to finish it. You know, I've not come to extend the Old Testament. I've came as the fulfillment of the promise of God. And then on hearing this in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 12, Jesus said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what it means because I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I've not come to call the righteous but the sinners. See, Jesus came to establish a, a, a new covenant, a, a new dynamic to unleash the faith of first century believers. Their apologetic was irrefutable. Their courage was unquestionable, and their results were absolutely remarkable. Because they followed Jesus Christ. Jesus is saying to everybody present, sinners, tax collectors, and the Pharisees, Jesus is saying, you are all sick, even you Pharisees who are steeped in religion. You are sick. You're not as okay as you think you are. I've come for sick people. You're sick. You may be saying, John, are you telling me I'm sick? No, Jesus is telling you you're sick. Come on, we've all been sick. We've all been sick. We have all been sick. I want you to understand this today. I am no better than you, and you are no better than me. Who of us haven't had a sick thought? Have you ever been in a sick relationship? Your marriage has ever been sick? sick at your job, your attitude is sick, you ever done something or said something to somebody, and you're like, where did that, that was sick, you ever had a sick addiction, a sick habit in your life, maybe today, now, here, the reality is we've all been sick, all have had habits and issues, and Jesus said, I came for sick people, not to judge them or to condemn them, but to help them. And so the declaration of Jesus is come messed up because when you come messed up, he said, then I can clean you up. Because Jesus knows that we can't clean ourselves up. And I don't know about you, but humanity is a hot mess. But Matthew, as I come to you, 
Will you follow me and then I will clean you up? And that's the message of the gospel. In Matthew chapter 4, he calls other disciples before he gets to Matthew and he commands them to follow him. Same command, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. I is the operative word and I will, I will show you. You can't do it yourself. You just come and I will. I will show you how to fish for people. That's the natural result as we come to God. And he says, I'm, you know, I want you now to be fishers of men and and I don't know who said this, and it's not my quote, so I, I borrowed it. I've heard it throughout the years, and maybe so have you. But, but our job is to catch the fish, not to clean the fish. And do you know there's a lot of Christians out there trying to catch the fish and clean the fish? Like I'm doing all these things to clean the fish up, you know, and all this, and I'm just whack, 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 and I'm going to get them ready. And That's not our job. Our job is to love speak truth and live in truth through the word of the Lord. But you and I are just called to be fishers of men. That's what we're called to do. We're called to fish. We're not called to clean the fish. We're called to fish because he's made you and I fishers of men. So and the only way that can happen is we've got to understand that we've got to follow after Christ. So, so what, what am I saying? Here we have the difference maker Jesus showed up in Matthew's life and other disciples. Jesus pursued Matthew. The difference between Matthew and so many others is he followed Jesus' command. He left his tax collector booth and he followed Jesus just like he was. And Matthew writes one of the books of the New Testament inspired by the Holy Spirit. And when you come to Jesus messed up, he will take your life and clean you up day by day. Because why? Because Jesus is irresistible. It's okay not to be okay today. It's not okay to stay that way. It's okay to not be okay as long as you are on your way to being okay. That's the message of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the only way that can happen is that God comes and he is the initiator that we accept him and we follow after him. That's what he's called us to be obedient to today. Let's pray. Jesus, at this moment, you've called us to come just as we are. And Lord, you have entered into this place not because our lives are put together or that we're doing really well, or because somehow we have earned your approval. You've entered into this room because we are broken, because we're hurting, because we're lost. And you do that because you love us. You meet us right here today where we are at in our lives. Help us to not pretend or resist or hold back that part of our lives that we want to cover up. Today, as your heads are bowed and eyes are closed, that today, this message we understand is for every single person here, but I want to give an opportunity for those here today that have never followed Christ. You've never, never followed Christ, and you say, well, I've been so messed up, and, and I felt like I've had to come a certain way. No, the message of the gospel is you come messed up and God will clean you up. If you're here today, 
I want to give you an opportunity for those that are inside the room that have never accepted the Lord Jesus into your life today. And you want to make this day a day where you begin to follow him and you begin to step out and you begin to trust him. If you're here today and you say, you know what, I want to accept Jesus into my life and I'm going to follow him. Those of you that say, I want to respond to that, can I see your hand? Would you raise it before the Lord today? Come on. Would you raise it high? Would you raise it high? Who of you that says in this room, says today, any hands? Anyone that says today, Christ, come, I will follow you. If you're in the balcony, raise your hand. I can't see up there very well, but I know we had three in the first service that said, you know what? Today is the day I'll follow him. Today is the day, even when I messed up, I'm going to come to Christ. Anyone today. Father, I just thank you for this time in your word. Father, I thank you that you meet us where we're at. And it's in that space where we realize your grace is more than enough. How amazing it is today that we are invited to see ourselves maybe for the first time as you see us, as you saw Matthew 2,000 years ago, fully loved, fully accepted, and worth dying for. May we see ourselves through your eyes today. May we be changed, God. May we leave this place today so convinced of the truth of your word that we would see other people the same way that you see them. That, Lord, you're only here today because we're broken and we're in need of you. So, Father, I thank you for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, amen and amen. Let's stand to our feet today. I want to pray God's blessing on you.